You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Here are your hosts, Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. Welcome to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. We are sitting here in a beautiful deck out looking at the Danube, having our first river experience, river cruising experience here on Ama Waterways, having a beautiful time. Yeah, it's been great. And this is an industry that is growing the European, well, river cruising in general, but particularly in Europe. I mean, we're going to be talking about that a little bit today. This is an industry that's growing 10% year over year. 2015, there were 170 ships here on European rivers. Last year, they added 18 more. This year, they added 21 more. So it's an industry that's just growing like crazy. It's fascinating to watch. It's fascinating to see where it's going. I want to know if we can permanently move our studio out here on our private deck here. I think this might be the way to be recording Travel Brigade from now on. Again, you know, this has been such an interesting experience. When we told people we were going on a river cruise, there were so many questions. We had so many questions because a lot of people don't know a lot of things about river cruising. And especially with the industry changing and there becoming a lot of growth and a lot of different demographics, it was a really great time for us to come. We're going to talk about some of the differences between traditional or ocean cruising and river cruising. If you check our website, travelbrigade.com, you'll see that we've done a lot of episodes previously on doing ocean cruising and things like that. But this time we're going to kind of let you know what's different about doing a river cruise. Also check out, we're going to do two companion episodes. We're going to do an episode specifically here about the Danube. And then we're also going to do an episode focusing on sort of the food, wine, and wellness aspect of a of a river cruise. So coming up, we've got an interview with Gemma Corcoran. We've been on the Ama Viola all week. She is the hotel manager here, and she's going to tell us about the river cruising industry. And then we've had a really terrific cruise manager. Her name is Lisi Ulsherbrook, and she's going to be telling us about some of the different activities and things like that available. We'll have those two interviews coming up. We'll have Gemma's interview first. You can check out our link to Alma Waterways on our hot sheet for today's show. You can do that at TravelBrigade.com. You can also check out any tweets and Instagrams at Travel Brigade. We'll be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin. We are on Ama Waterways enjoying our very first river cruise. We have had a lot of people, when we told them we were coming on this, ask us so many questions. We had a lot of questions because it's our first time. We uh, And so this whole experience has been so interesting, comparing the river cruise option and Ama Waterways to what you a lot of people who have had experiences, and some may be outgrown, sort of traditional ocean cruising and so this is an option a lot of people are starting to look at. Yeah, and we've done a lot of research on how this industry is growing. It's growing by 10% year over year, which is huge. And in talking to people here on the sh- who work here on the ship, it's changing on the fly as we go and continues to change. Let's talk with Gemma Corcoran, who is our hotel manager here on this beautiful Ama Viola. Let's talk about some of the differences between traditional or ocean cruising and river cruising, what to expect. The first thing that I really notice and that really stands out to me is 
numbers of people. Yes, on board the Amaviola and most of our ships, actually, the maximum capacity is 160 guests. And we have approximately 50 crew members on each vessel. So the intimacy with regards to the ratio of crew to guests, it's such a small, it's so nice and intimate. You get to know everyone very, very quickly. And you see at dinner also, guests are mingling, everyone sits together. It becomes very sociable very, very quickly. Unlike on, let's say, the bigger ocean ships where you might not see the same person. You know, you might see them once at the beginning of the cruise and not see them again. I mean, river cruising, it's a small ship, so don't make any enemies because you're sure to see them again. <laughs> well, you know, I, I keep comparing this to like, I feel like I've we've chartered our own little private yacht. I mean, that's what it feels like. You know, we have the social experience if we want it, but there's plenty of, I mean, plenty of alone space. I mean, we're sitting here looking at the beautiful uh, views in the front and you're not having to fight with people about chairs or a place under the umbrella. I mean, it's just, it's, I, I can't even explain the difference. I think, you know, when people come from the ocean cruising and always on the first day they said, oh, we haven't done river cruising before, but we've done 20 ocean ships. And I always say, okay, forget everything about the ocean. Now you're on the river. It's a completely different story. Everything on the river is just different. Like you said, no fighting over the sunbeds, no big long lines to get on the ship and get off the ship. Everything is a much easier process. And you get to the dining room and to the bar in two minutes as opposed to, you know, a 20 minute walk through a ship. And uh, it's really, I think people who come from the ocean and come to river, they're always set to do river cruising again, I think. So it's such a unique experience. That sounds like one of our sister ships. Let's talk about, as we talked about, this industry is growing incredibly and you yourself have seen a lot of changes just in the last few years. Tell us about how the industry has changed and the demographics of your uh, customers have changed. Uh, yes, as you said, the industry is becoming more and more popular. I think every company is bringing out new ships every year. Uh, the rivers are becoming much busier, busier places and there's new companies always coming to the river also. People always felt that river cruising was something for older guests and I hear that very, very often. But nowadays it's completely changing. Due to the fact that we offer active tours and bike tours and hikes and we're appealing to a much younger clientele now whereas before we would have very busy gentle walker tours now it's almost the opposite where everybody is an active walker suddenly so the age demographic is getting younger and younger we get honeymooners we get families and we're always looking at new ways to attract new guests to this experience and you're young yourselves right so you realize that uh, you know there's, there's lots to do for the younger generations here as well Barely legal, we are. <laughs> Getting carded as we drink. No, I, I think that's really interesting because I think the three questions I got the most about people asking us were the number of people that were on here and are you going to be traveling with you know, is everyone going to be an excessively mature traveler? And I have found they really have so many different things to fit your needs. Uh, you could really see the interest in the market. And we've ha- we have families here on this cruise. We've got some younger couples, younger than us. And so it's really interesting, but I really do feel like it caters to, you know, a different group of clientele. And especially with that growth is really interesting. Well, and it sounds like you guys are expanding even more in that direction by doing a partnership with uh, Disney. Yes, just since last year, we started this amazing partnership partnership with Adventures by Disney. Um, they have seven sailings uh, this this summer season on the Ama Viola. So lots of younger younger guests and families. And it's great because we have these, some of our rooms are interconnecting rooms. So the whole family can, can sleep in basically two rooms that's connected together. Very, very comfortable. They have their own program where the, ki- where the tours and excursions are much more designed for families to enjoy together. So it's uh, something very exciting, very different for the crew also to get involved with so many kids on board and teenagers and finding ways to keep everyone entertained but it's a great partnership. And also tell us a little bit about yeah some of the other specialty cruises. We know 
know that if you have a particular interest or a particular time of year you want to go, one of the ones we would just, I don't know if it's romanticized, but the, the Christmas markets, that sounds like such a beautiful experience. The Christmas markets, I can honestly say it's my favorite time of year to cruise. You can see the Danube in the summertime, but when you see it at Christmas time, it is magical. And it doesn't matter how many Christmas cruises I do year after year, it never loses the magic touch. If you get a little sprinkle of snow, it's even better. And the Christmas markets, there's so many of them to see. Every year they get better and better. And uh, really, I get goosebumps thinking about it because the Christmas markets on the Danube is really something everybody needs to do once in their life, for sure. Yeah, I think we're going to have to put that on our list. I noticed when we were looking that there are also some um, optional wine cruises that not only do you get some great experiences with local wines where you're here, but in particular with some wine cruises. Yes, we have a selection of wine cruises, particularly in um, in honor ships in France. And uh, we will have a wine host on board. They will do some wine tastings, uh, maybe a comparison between a, a European wine versus an American wine and a, a discussion. It's always very informal and people can really contribute and comment and um a very nice experience. Many guests have only drank American wine, maybe, and they come to Europe and they're looking for something that reminds them a little bit of home, maybe, or a taste that they're familiar with. But the wine cruise really opens everyone's mind to the great wines available in Europe. One other thing I wanted to talk about, we're here on the Danube, but what are the other popular routes that Alma has, you know, kind of involved in different rivers? What are the popular routes that you see or the ones where people are starting to really, really like? I think the Rhine is really an itinerary that's growing and growing. Um, We have more and more ships going on the Rhine River now. That's either starting in Basel and going to Amsterdam or or in reverse from Amsterdam to Basel. That's a beautiful itinerary. You go also through some ports in Germany, a little bit through the Netherlands. And of course, finishing in Basel in Switzerland, it's really a beautiful itinerary. Also where itineraries in France are very popular and the Douro in Portugal. That's really a highlight. The scenery in Portugal is like no other. So it's a very, very popular one. Beautiful. Again, we'll have information on Alma Waterways on our hot sheet for today's show. And we will be right back. You can check us out at Twitter or Facebook at TravelBrigade.com. Questions or comments for the Travel Brigade? Tweet them at Travel Brigade. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Again, this is Kathleen Curry. I am here with Jeff Griffin here on the Alma Viola, part of the Alma Waterways family, having our very first river cruise down the Danube. It's been an amazing experience. We're kind of using this episode to talk more about river cruising in general and kind of let you know about what it is and what an amazing growth the industry is experiencing. And then we've also got a companion episode where we look specifically at the itinerary on the Danube that we've been doing this week. But you just heard Gemma Corcoran talking about some of the things about the differences between a river cruise and a more traditional ocean cruise. I would say the first thing that you really, really notice, it's obvious, but it really makes a difference is the numbers. We've been on cruise ships that can hold three or 4,000 people. That has its own benefits and drawbacks. This cruise ship that we've been on this week, I think we've had something like 115 guests total. 
It's, it makes you feel so special. Everybody knows who you are. If you need anything by the second day, they've figured out what you need, how you do things, extra towels if you want them, just all the little things. I noticed right away just when we got on the cruise how casual it was in the sense of feeling like you're just being welcomed home. It was not standing in lines to go through security, to go through you know multiple things to get checked in. It was just people greeting us literally as were we being escorted out of our transportation, our baggage was already taken. We were being escorted up on the deck. We had our information right there. They checked our name off. They, like I said, took our luggage. We waited in the lounge for about 20 minutes. They had a refreshing drink and they, a person, somebody came personally and said, okay, you're, let me take you to your cabin. Came in and, and literally showed us around our cabin, showed us how the doors worked, how the lights worked, how everything worked, how the balcony works, how the air conditioning works, how the internet works. And so it was such personal service. I was really, really amazed by that. And as I watched people getting on the ship, that's it wasn't just us with that experience. I noticed every person coming on the ship that, you know, they were really taken care of. And it was just such a nice, welcoming process without it being, you know, kind of starting your vacation with the headache of, you know, here's the big line that you have to start going into and kind of keeping that up. It was, it feels really a lot like an I've mentioned this several times, like like we have our own yacht. Like we're just kind of here. You can mingle when you want to mingle, but you definitely have a lot of free space and space on your own. Along those same lines, the ship obviously is much smaller. And so one nice thing about that is I think for us to get, you know, when we get back from an excursion, for us to get to our room takes about, oh, 15 seconds. Might be about 20 seconds from the dining room. I mean, it's, it's everything's just really easy and accessible. Don't really have to make any effort to be on this. No. And, you know, one other thing I wanted to mention, because it is a smaller ship and because we are on the river versus the ocean, the destinations are much closer together. We're able to get right literally into the heart of where we're going and we're able to step off the Almaviola and be right in these cities. Because of that, we're also able to stay in them longer. We've had several overnights in different places while we've been uh, going down the Danube. And I love that we can do that. One night we came back for dinner and then went out in the evening and took a nice stroll and saw the beautiful lights. And you don't have that time, I guess maybe the time restriction. Is that something that you would you consider? Yeah. Number one, you're right there. A lot of these places, you're right there when you pull in your two, three minute walk from where everything's happening. The downtown area to you're staying much longer in these areas so yeah you can go out and do something in the morning come back go do something in the evening there's a lot of overnight one thing when we told people we were doing a river cruise and Gemma talked about this a little bit is people said well is it just a bunch of old people no it's not and it's changing as we speak it's gradually going the average age of cruisers is gradually going down it's an expanding industry it's expanding into people in younger people people in middle age families they were mentioning that they even have honeymooners now which is kind of a new trend for them as well what was interesting we actually had dinner with a couple that had been on their third almer waterways cruise and they said that they had noticed just in how they've been traveling for the last three or four years with alma waterways how they've seen the demographics change as well. And they said, it's so nice to come on this ship and to have, you know, younger couples and middle-aged couples and families. It really is such an expanding industry. And it really, I actually sat with an activity with a family today, a husband, wife,
wife and then her mother, so multi-generational traveling, and then two kids that were in their teens, and they're all just having a blast. And so that that's just really a different sort of demographic, and that was really sort of the thing that we've had so many questions about, and so that's quite an interesting trend there. I would say one other thing is, and this is kind of particular to AMA within the river cruising industry, everything's inclusive on an AMA cruise. All the excursions, your food, your drinks with dinner, things like that, it's it's all one set fee coming in. It's not, some of you who have done more traditional cruises might know the experience of paying for alcohol, paying for excursions, and kind of picking and choosing that way what you want to do. Here it's all set and you don't have to worry about, are we going to spend this or that? It's already done. Yeah, and what's really nice about that is it really lets you make you know have a lot of options. Whether you choose to do a all day long tour or a short tour, that's really really nice. There's lots of options with that. And one of the other things that I thought was really interesting is the special interest tours. I did one of those as well, and it really kind of gets a little bit deeper into the culture, deeper into a particular interest. Mine in particular was cooking, and so I learned some local cuisine, and I cooked with a chef in Bratislava, which was really unique and a special thing that I got to do here on the Ama Viola. One more thing, I would just say the overall feel of a river cruise is just much more laid back. A traditional ocean cruise, they feel the need to kind of entertain you every minute and there's a lot of people there who want that and that's particularly, you know, in certain situations, that's what you really want. Here it's more of a, just more of a laid back feel and you choose what you want to do. The nice thing, too, is we're about to have an interview with Lisi Olsherbrook, who was our cruise manager. You could find her around the ship pretty much any time and say, hey, should we do this? What do you think about doing that? She'd help us figure out an itinerary just for us. It's just a much more laid-back feel. He uses the word laid-back. I use the word giving up some bells and whistles for elegance and relaxation. I mean, it is really, like I said, I kind of go back to this, my own little, my own little chartered yacht. But it's just really great in the sense that with the numbers, again, the services is impeccable. We are kind of travelers who like to spend our time in ports doing things and going to museums and seeing things. And so by the time we're done for the day and then have dinner and everything, that's that's quite nice for us to sit on our own little deck and enjoy the view. But I noticed that there's always like entertainment. What's interesting is there's we've had a lot of local entertainment here coming on the ship. We had uh, entertainment. We are in Germany. We had our own little Oktoberfest and we had dancers and we're going to have some Hungarian folklore dancers tomorrow night. And so I think it's really interesting that they still have a lot of entertainment as well, but there's a lot of choices. Coming up, we've got an interview with Lisi Brook. She was our cruise manager for this amazing cruise. You're going to hear her talk about some of the excursion options and different things that are available. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. Follow us on Twitter at Travel Brigade. We will be right back. You're listening to Travel Brigade with Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin. You can follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and check out their website at TravelBrigade.com. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I'm here with Jeff Griffin. We are on the beautiful Alma Waterways, the Alma Viola to be specific. And we are talking all today about kind of river cruising 101, sort of that, what is river cruising? Why is it different than traditional cruising? And the questions that people have, because I can't tell you how many people, when we told them we were coming, they're like, oh, I've wanted to do that, but I have this question or but I have that question. And now we are people who have those questions as well, so we can answer some of those. 
those and hopefully get some experts here that know more than us that can answer them as well. Yeah, we've done quite a few episodes on traditional ocean cruising, but this river cruising was new to us and it's it's been fabulous. We've got here with us Lisi Alsherbrook, who has been our cruise director here on this cruise on the Danube that we're doing. And one thing that's amazed me with the options is you can really kind of tailor your own thing. You've helped me a couple of times and helped us a couple of times just kind of say, oh, you can come with us here and then you can go there on your own or here, take a bike and go here. I've really been amazed at how you can just individually tailor the experience here. Why can we do that? As you mentioned, you have done a lot of other cruises, ocean cruises, where you carry three, 4,000 guests. The biggest difference, I would say, is on a river cruise ship, we have maximum of 164 guests, even less on this cruise. So that makes it even better for you because the cruise manager is always available for each and every one of you. And you could tailor your own itinerary. So what have we actually, together with the ocean cruise, we also have sea days. But our sea days mean that we stop every day in another place and you see things. And in that itinerary, every morning or every afternoon, it depends if we have a sailing morning or not, we stop in different places. The first thing when we stop, for example, we bring bikes out. That makes us special because we focus very much also on our active guests. When I started to be a cruise manager, we had guests, they loved the sailing stretch, they liked to relax, but nowadays our clientele changed and that makes us also so special because whenever you adopt there are six to eight bikes out, th- out there. You only need to go to the front desk, ask the sailor to help you with the helmet, unlock the bike to adjust the seat, and then you can take a bike and ride along the river. If you don't want to do that on your own, we have actually bike tours organized in most of our places. So bike tours makes us special. What makes us active again? It's the hike tours. As you mentioned to me when I did send you on that hike tour in Dürnstein, which is something hiking is different in different countries. In our places here, it means always it's a little bit more strenuous. It involves always a little hill to climb up. So actually, after our hike tours, you are certificated mountain goats. That is actually what you get as a reward. What makes us also special? When you tailor your own day, you just come and see the cruise manager. And then if I have a bus going in the same direction, I would let you know, just go there with us. And then you just move over there and here you find that and that and that. That makes it so easy. And I got a compliment from one of our guests. Do you have your color-coded Bible with you? So actually, we on the ship, we all know what you did want to do with us. When you came on the ship on the second day, and we do it on all our ships like that. There's the cruise manager tells you all the options. Then we ask you to sign up for one. There's never a problem if you want to change one of them. Which we did. <laughs> well, no, and that's the thing. I think that was really great because I think even we were a little bit leery to be like oh you know we saw how long that one particular tour is and we kind of want an overview but we really want to get to this place and that place and it was just so easy to make that change then you mentioned our special interest tours these are the only tours which are number limited and we actually introduced them for mainly our repeaters because we are very lucky we have often and more often guests now they sailed already with us on a certain itinerary and when they go back they don't want to see the same city tour so we have that special interest tours just to make sure that everybody can see something different even if you decide three four times with us on the same stretch you would never be bored because there's always different things to see. 
Well, and let's talk about one thing that's really important when we're talking about activities. One huge difference, too, as well as river cruising, is that your activities, or most of them, are included in your price. Now, that is a significant difference when you're doing it, when you're planning all these, because you don't feel like you have to make these choices as far as, you know, you pay that, that fee up front, but the bikes are included, the tours are included, even the special interest things are included. And I think there were a couple of optional ones that required tickets, that there was a charge which was re- really reasonable, but I mean, that's the very, the exception to the rule. So talk a little bit about that and that inclusivity when it comes to this, because I think it does make you feel like you can make so many choices. I think it really has something to do that uh, the owners of Ama Waterways love to travel. And when you travel a lot, you know it. Yeah, You plan everything in advance and then you rather prefer, you know already what you paid for. So you don't want to think too much about what does that cost or that cost or that cost. Therefore, all our tours in each and every place, the city tour and the special interest tours, the bike tours are included. You mentioned some of the optionals, the concert in Vienna or the Schönbrunn Palace, which actually is also an entrance fee, that's the only extra cost. And I think that really makes us different to other cruise lines. I wouldn't say there's any cruise line better than the other, but it's the difference. It's the difference in what we include, what we do for our guests, what our guests do for us, because that makes it special because we have many guests they come and they don't even I don't even ask them for that but they tell me oh that group was so big over there lucky we we have smaller groups so we always order enough guides to make sure that our guests have the chance to ask the guide something when you have a smaller group or an active group it's much better when you have a smaller group and then when I have too many active people I just order a second active guide yeah that's one thing I've really noticed every time we've gotten on or off the ship and gone to do something you guys have done this before <laughs> you guys have really i mean every every contingency is planned for i was going to say as well i wanted to talk a little bit about even just the different groups that you have so let's say if you wanted to do a tour of the city how you have the gentle group the active group tell us a little bit about that because i think that makes a big difference with people when they start wanting to make those choices yeah this is also something what makes us really special is that we have on each and every tour three different bases walking bases we have the regular base which makes sure that you walk when you do a leisurely walk you can see everything you stop once in a while the guides are explaining something to you and then we have the gentle walking group what does that mean we do have guests they are lucky that they still travel but they might not keep up with the regular base so we always order a guide just special for them normally it's the smallest group we have but then the guide really can focus on those guests and they walk as fast as they can they walk as far as they can and in some places we even have transportations extra transportations like a little mini train in some places where they don't need to walk that much as the other base the regular base that is the gentle walking group and then we have the fast walking the active group, not the hike. I mean, there's an active, just regular walking tour with a faster base, which is very much appreciated because then guests can cover in the same amount of hours a little bit more of the cities. So they do a little tea tours, they do maybe a little extra hill. That's the active version. And I think that's really one of the things which make us special. Now talk to us a little bit about the special interest tours. And I know that there's different ones along different itineraries, but tell us a little bit about those and, and what are some of those special interest tours that you, that people can do? There, I noticed there 
they're all very, very special. It's so funny because you realize that Danube is my favorite itinerary, but I have done also others, so I'm aware of uh, all the special interest tours we do, and they always focus on the places you go. So in Bratislava, as I told you, Bratislava is known for special dumplings, so you will learn to cook them. It's a sort of ravioli filled with a special filling. That is something what you do, for example, in Bratislava. When you sail in France, you focus more on the special interest tours, on wine tastings or on cheese tastings because France is famous for the cheese. In Germany, for example, on a special interest tour, you would have the chance to taste all these different sausages because that is what Germany is famous for. In Spain and Portugal, we have all the little tapas, which are so famous. So on a special interest tour, you would actually have the chance to taste those or maybe to get to know how to make them. So a special interest tour is really always based on on the itinerary you take, and you can be sure that at least two special interest tours on each and every itinerary Ama Waterways does. Now, I just wanted to end with a little bit about maybe some highlights because we are talking about sort of general river cruising. Is some of the special cruises that, that Alma does, Alma Waterways does, whether it's a wine cruise or a cruise with a Christmas market, maybe they have some collaborations with um, Adventures by Disney. So tell us a little bit about some of those highlights where people are looking for a specific niche, let's say, they can find that as well. So you were talking about our special themed cruises. As you mentioned, we offer wine cruises. What does that mean? Because you know you get wine here on the ship for lunch and for dinner. But what makes a wine cruise special? You would go out every evening in another place to a certain winery to get the chance to meet the local vintners. And on wine cruises, we always have a lecture, or on most of our wine cruises, who would also give you on some lectures about not how to drink wine because we know that our guests know how to drink wine. A little bit about the history. You mentioned the Christmas cruises which actually take place not only on Christmas Eve. We start already after the 15th of November with that because Germany and Austria and Hungary are very famous for the Christmas markets. You all heard about that maybe when you never have been there. You always wanted to be there on Christmas cruises. Our tours would be slightly different because we focus on the Christmas cruises. You mentioned our partnership with Disney. So Amaviola is actually the ship who has now seven Disney cruises after our cruises. That actually is then, of course, more specialized for children, for younger clientele. Then we have actually also some special themed cruises, as we had cancer awareness cruises, beer cruises, chess cruises, art cruises. So that is actually then really focused on different things. So there's a lot of options, as you can imagine, and we're going to have more on today's show all about river cruising here on Alma Waterways. Check out our website, TravelBrigade.com, where you'll find the hot sheet for today's show. We'll have links to everything we're talking about. Stay tuned. You're listening to Travel Brigade. We will be right back. They don't always agree, but they always seem to have their reasons. Next up, Travel Brigade's countdown of their favorites from this week's show on He Said, She Said. Welcome back to Travel Brigade, your weekly travel and destination show. This is Kathleen Curry. I am here with Jeff Griffin. We are here on the Ama Viola, part of the Ama Waterways family, sitting here recording this show on our private balcony, looking out over the beautiful land of Slovakia. I don't think it gets any better than this. 
If it does, uh, I can't imagine it right now. As always, we have come to the end of the show, and it's time to do He Said, She Said, where we each pick our three favorite things. Now, we are doing a companion episode about just cruising on the Danube. We're also doing a companion episode on food, wine, and wellness. But for this particular thing, we're going to be talking about our three favorite things about river cruising in general, since this is sort of our introduction to river cruising. So as always, she said goes first. First of all, just the the ship itself. I love the elegance and the intimacy of the ship. I feel like there's all these little touches around that make it so special. This is one of the newer ships. And I know that when I was speaking with some people from Alma, they were telling me how they kind of keep designing these ships to do things that they want them to do. And I just, it, it's just so great. The ship itself, it's easy to get around. I feel like we can, you know, really feel like we're almost in our own space. There's so much with the ratio of passengers to the ship you just literally can go in the lounge and there might be one other couple there or sitting there up on the roof you don't have to kind of fuss with people about places to sit or things to do i just i love that aspect yeah mine was going to be the kind of the overall feel we talked about this a little bit before i call it laid back you call it elegance mine's kind of the same thing there's just a very relaxed feel on this cruise my number two, and this is particular with Alma Waterways, and I know other companies may do things differently, but with Alma, this is one of the things that I really liked is that it was all-inclusive. And so it's all those little things that make a really big difference. I mean, to have somebody standing there when you're going out on your excursion and handing you a you know, bottle of cold water or having the voice boxes for the tours or having the tours included, which I think is a huge bonus. There's just so many things that make it really nice that when you come, you really just everything's sort of already taken care of and you can really focus on having a great time and I really it's all the little touches one thing I would say for Alma Waterways is they know their clientele and this is a largely American they cater a lot to the United States UK some Canada but there are particularities that kind of come with us and you'll definitely notice the difference I know I have so those are some things I think are really great my number two was the food and the dining experience. There were plenty of times throughout the day to get different things, try different things. Just a nice atmosphere in the dining room when you go to dine. You can sit with other people. You can sit on your own. Great staff, good food. I really enjoyed that. My number one, I think, is the special interest tours. I think that is such a unique idea going beyond sort of the general overview tours, having some really special things to do that are just sort of a little bit deeper. One of the things that I participated in and I had mentioned was cooking some local cuisine, which was really interesting to learn about the cuisine, to learn how to, to how to do some cooking, and to just kind of have that element of something that feels much more, I don't know, connected, I guess is probably learning a little bit about the culture as well. So I think that's a really unique thing that I really like. My number one is this kind of, it would be my number one for traditional cruising as well as having a balcony. Having a balcony or 
a place to sit and look at the river go by, the, the landscape go by. It's just been fascinating, incredible. They could have just locked me out there and brought me food every once in a while, and I would have been happy. Luckily, there was lots to keep him occupied, and we were able to get him off the balcony, although we did we did agree to record out on the balcony. So we're doing that. You know, there's so many things that we've been able to explore. We're going to put some links on our hot sheet for today's show that you can find at travelbrigade.com, and you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Travel Brigade. It's come time for us to leave this river cruise. But join us next time for another destination. In the meantime, please remember there are two stages in life. You're either on a trip or you're planning your next trip. Whatever stage you're in, please join us. See you next week and enjoy the trip. You have been listening to Kathleen Curry and Jeff Griffin on Travel Brigade. Connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, and at TravelBrigade.com.